Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration, Season 2. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today our guest is my favorite student, Nikki Catragata. And Nikki's going to tell us um, a very personal family story about how her dad and her mom uh, came to the United States from India. So, Nikki, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Um, so, the first question I like to ask people, and it's a very simple question, is how long have you been in our school system and how long have you lived in North Alabama? So I was born in Madison, at actually Huntsville, in the Huntsville Hospital. So I've lived in Madison my entire life, except for a period of like 10 months when I was living in India as a baby. And I've been in the Madison City School System since like pre-K, kindergarten. So you've been here your whole time. Mm -hmm. So you, you also sort of kind of skipped over this little part about when you were a toddler being uh, going back to India. Um, I think we'll let's catch up on that a little bit as we get into your story. I bet your mm -hmm. dad and mom's story. All right, tell us about your, uh, your parents and how they got here. So in the late 1990s, my dad like finished college. He finished his master's, and he had heard from like friends and family here in the U.S. that like there were better opportunities here for jobs, like better pay, better like quality than in India. So he decided to move here. He moved straight to Huntsville, I believe, and he was living with like some roommates, like college friends from India, new friends that he made here. And so he was living, he started living here around like 1999, maybe 2000. And then him and my mom, he went back to India to marry my mom. And they both moved here in 2004 back to Huntsville and because he brought my mom over my mom was also looking for work and so she was normally the culture in India is when the bride goes home with the husband the husband provides for the family while the bride has the help of the husband's parents to take care of like any children. But because my mom and dad were both here in Huntsville and Madison, my mom didn't have that extra help. Additionally, she was also looking for work. And so when I was like a year and a half, two years old, my parents sent me with like my dad's cousins back to India for like 10 months-ish while they found like steady jobs. My dad had already had a steady job, but like my mom was still looking. She worked in Birmingham for a little bit, up in New York for a little bit. And so like when they like got a steady job, then they brought me back. Oh, wow, a whole bunch of stuff here to, to go over. Um, you know, normally when we talk about uh, my patterns of migration, we look at, you know, push-pull factors, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't seem like there's anything really forcing your dad out of India. Mm -mm. He got a master's degree there, but yeah. then some of his friends who were living here said, hey, um, there's great jobs here. And so your dad's either an engineer or in the medical field. What does your dad do? He's a software engineer. He's a software engineer, yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, and, and great place to do that here in North Alabama, mm -hmm. right? Um, so there was probably more pull effects than there were push effects. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then, all right, so um, help me out to remember, he, your mom wasn't here. Your mom was in India. Did your mom and dad know each other in India? No, it was an arranged marriage. Okay, here's an interesting part of this story. 
can you um, just go down this little rabbit hole right here of arranged marriages? Because I know okay. not all Indian people do this, but there's parts of India where there's arranged marriages. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Arranged marriage. So my dad's grandparents, they live in Hyderabad. It's the capital of Telangana in southern India. And so they knew a like sort of distant but like also kind of close relative of my mom who was like that relative was living in Hyderabad at the time so my dad's parents and my mom's relative they got to know each other and like obviously at this time my dad and mom were both unwed but like my mom she lived in a rural village in Andhra Pradesh it's like a neighboring state to Telangana and so through that relative my mom and dad got to know each other and like their parents got to know each other and that's how the arranged marriage came about normally because like it was like neighboring states and so the distance between the two it's like it's an overnight trip we normally like when we go in between we go on like an overnight bus and so like because of my mom's relative that got to know my dad's parents that's how the arranged marriage came about okay um Okay, there's, all right, so uh, some people get married for a lot of reasons, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of, it, well, you know, from our standpoint, we generally think we get married for love. Like, it's kind of our mm-hmm. culture. But um, in countries, well, in India, where they have arranged marriages, do you feel like a lot of people get married and then fall in love after they're married? Or is there a little bit of both? I mean... So during my mom and dad's time, like late 1990s, it was definitely more tradition that pushed the marriages together. And then, yeah, I guess like they might have fallen in love. Like they might have. But like now, like newer generations, because... All right, so newer generations. So newer generations, because they, like, travel more and are, like, educated even more than previous generations, and, like, they get to know the world around them, they start marrying for, like, love. And it's, like, outside of just, like... Because in my dad and mom's time, it was, like, between Indians strictly. Mm -hmm. But newer generations, they marry, like, outside and just, just for love. Okay. All right. Um, all right, so that, that's interesting. So we'll, we'll just sort of leave it at that. Um, so then your dad and mom got married in India, came here, had you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have a younger brother as well. And a, and a younger grade. brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a cultural thing also to have, to have a toddler go back to India and live there for a year or so to learn how to be, to learn, to learn a language. And what's the language? Telugu. Okay. And so it's not really like for to learn a language. It's just to make sure the toddler or like the baby is put in the right care while the parents find a steady job. Okay. And it's mostly in like immigrant countries because in India, like I said, the wife just lives with the husband's family. So she has all the help she needs. But in like immigrant countries, when like mostly it's just the wife and husband and they don't really have like family around them to help them. Yeah. That's when they like send the baby back. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's hard to it's hard to be a young married couple with a baby or a toddler and have no uh, immediate support system. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. So, um, it's practical and and so a little more about the language. So obviously you speak English and you also speak 
Telugu. Telugu. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you speak that. How does that go in your house? In your house. So basically, because it's my parents' first language and always has been, always will be, they speak Telugu to me and my brother. But because me and my brother, we went through the school system here in America, we speak English back to them. So like okay. all four of us understand both languages fluently. Okay. Um, have, when's the last time you've been to India? Um, last year in the summer. We try to go every two to three years. Okay. So you, and when you're there, you speak Tulu the whole time? Yeah. When I'm in India, I speak Telugu the entire time. Especially my mom's village because it's like a rural area and everybody okay. speaks Telugu. But in Hyderabad, where it's like more of a capital, it's more metropolitan, mm-hmm. there's more than just Telugu, even though like Telugu is the most common one. There's also Hindi and like Marathi and Gujarati and Do you Tamil. you speak Hindi? No, Gujarati? just Telugu. Just the, okay. Mm-hmm. Gujarati is from the state of Gujarat mm-hmm. and so it's mostly native to like certain states gotcha. so in Hyderabad not everyone speaks the same language so there me and my brother are like more free to use English okay all right cool what what are, um yeah that's that there's so, so many interesting things here so um obviously you're you're a U.S. citizen you were born here did your parents, did they have a desire to become citizens? Because, I mean, I know a lot of people that travel all over the world. You know, I know Americans that will go work some in, in Germany or Britain mm-hmm. or France, and they don't, they're not going to become French. They just yeah. go in there for work for a while. So what did your, how did your parents feel about that? I feel like originally it was just for work. But then they had me, and, like, they had, because I was born a U.S. citizen, they had to like think about the possibility of becoming citizens themselves and so they had their green card and recently like just a couple months ago they finally got their citizenship so that's that's like wonderful it's about like 17 years i really am we used to not we used to not get edited all right so like there's so many cool parts of the story it really there really are um because um, you know your 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 dad came here originally just for work, mm-hmm. and then you know your mom you you were born, now your your parents are, are U.S. citizens, um, and and they're you know, you know this we we've had lots of people from India on mm-hmm. our show we have lots of we have a huge Indian population here in North Alabama, so uh, I've got many of y'all are my students uh, that have a background from India, and. Um, so there's a lot. There's a huge, a huge number that that mm-hmm. come here, and I'm sure plenty of other places, like you said, New York City and other metropolises. Um, so from that standpoint, you know the context of your parents coming over, um, it's pretty normal. They have a really cool story, though. I think it's a wonderful story. Did you talk to your parents about this, or did you already know all this before the? I knew podcast? most of it, but like I just needed to ask my dad like some questions, like how high did he go in education and like mm-hmm. the exact date he came here but okay like, yeah. cool um anything else you want to share with us before we wrap things up mm, no not really i think that's it all right so I, i'm gonna I'm finish this it's a little personal if you don't answer it you don't have to are you gonna let your parents arrange a marriage for you or are you gonna marry out of love definitely not an arranged marriage <laughs> <laughs> okay nikki thanks for being with us on the show today thank you for having me all right